My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey everybody, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. Today we have another guest interview. So like I told you guys when I did Jacqueline's episode, um, I recorded about three guest interviews back in September and oh my god, Audacity and Zoom and all that shit. I didn't have the time to convert them into something that I could use in Audacity. So when I hired my VA in January, um, she was able to do that easily for me. I probably could have done it too. I just literally did not have the energy and I just didn't want to do it. So now all those episodes are coming out. Um, and this one is with Sasha Fogel. And Sasha is a career strategist and coach helping ambitious and driven women design a career that they love and take control of the process. We had such a great talk talking all about imposter syndrome and how she has come to be where she is today. And I just know that you guys will love this episode. So sit back, relax and enjoy. So thank you, everybody. Welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. We are talking to Sasha Fogel today, who is a career strategist and coach. So thank Thank you so much for being on the show, Sasha. Well, I am so happy to be here. It's, uh, it's really exciting and it's good to meet you. It's good to meet you too. So tell us your story, who you are, what you do, and how you got into entrepreneurship. Wow, that's a long story. <laughs> um, so um, I'm Danish. I live in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, and I'm married to a Brit from London. So I am a multi-cultured person, if you can say it that way. I moved to, I've lived in Denmark my, my entire life, Copenhagen. And when I was 24, I started, well, when I was a child, I moved to America, but then I came back and then I moved to, uh, to America again when I was 24 because I wanted to have a corporate lifestyle and I wanted to find out what I wanted to do with my life. And I felt extremely stuck. Um, and being very multi-passionate and being, being fascinated by the advertising industry, I thought that getting a degree within advertisement and media was, was the right way to go. Um, little did I know that I would be, that was not exactly the, the right way for me or the right career for me. So I um, pitched an idea to a web agency in New York City. Um, and they flew me over for an interview and I left for the contract. And at that time, I was like, you know what, this is really, um, you know, what? when you put your mind to it and you make a plan, you can get there, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's basically how I got started. And then something really crazy happened during my internship. I 
yeah, I met Oprah. Well, I didn't meet Oprah Winfrey. That would be a lie. But I was asked to design for her um, as my wow. first. Yeah, my first, my first gig, and it was empowerment postcards for women who uh, was learning to use the internet because this was back in ninety nine, two thousand. So it was when the infant, the internet was was the still infant, if you yeah. can say it that way. Um, and then I've just over the years worked with with women. I've always always been a, like a, women has always come to me for advice and 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 also teaching people things. So I just thought after ten years in in media and tech, I thought you know what I need to do something. So I went from tech to teaching, and I got my second degree as a as a regular high school teacher. And oh, wow. I went, yeah, so I just took that big jump and just went from one thing to the other and. It felt really great to suddenly, I had all this business experience and I, and I knew how to open doors for myself and grab opportunities and suddenly I was in a position where I could actually teach that and mold minds and, and work with, with the students and this was high school so they were on their way out of, of school as well so they needed, they needed some, uh, some guidance and direction. And then I had a big break again where my husband told me, uh, he was a boyfriend at the time, that he had been offered a job in Amsterdam. Um, so I thought, okay, why not um, go with him? And that's when I got into entrepreneurship because I came here and I found myself pretty low. It was really difficult, new language. Um, I couldn't work as a teacher in the regular school because of the language barrier. I couldn't work in the international system because of the, the, my, the, the, the degree I had. Um, so I was finding myself a little bit like, ooh, how can I how can I connect all the dots and how can I like tie a big bow around all my experience as I that I've accumulated over so many years mm-hmm. and um, yeah so I just thought you know what I learned coaching in in in, in teaching uh, in university so when I got my degree so I thought okay I'll get a proper certification and I'll start working that way so. I certified and I built my business and I just took it from there. And then I just started working with women they, and coaching them on, on career design. Mm-hmm. So what led you to want to be a career strategist and coach? Well, it was more when I, when I remember when I came here and I was sitting here, I think I've been here for a month. And my husband, he said to me, don't you think you should just get something done? just do something uh, because I was sitting there planning yeah. and, and I got into that planning mode. And then I started feeling really um, my confidence had dropped because it felt like I couldn't do what I used to do. And I was applying for all these jobs. That wasn't what I wanted. And I thought I had to take these low level jobs in order to just get a foot in the door. And at the same time, I was a little too proud to do that. And I also felt like two degrees and a coaching certification is just, it's, this is just too, this is too low for me, and I like not too low in that sense. But it was just I just felt like it was it was not the right choice to to go back, you know, and and start something that wasn't something I was passionate about. So so in order to build my confidence, that's when I decided to get the certification, and then I thought, you know what, I can use my teaching degree and teach people. Um, confidence skills. I can use them. I can teach them um, sales skills. I can teach them coaching strategies. Um, I can help them plan out 
like a career path. So I thought, okay, I will, I'll, I'll start with my, my coaching and just take one-on-one clients. And that was almost five years ago now. So going back to when you were talking about your lack of confidence, can you tell me how have you experienced imposter syndrome specifically when it comes to your coaching business? Oh, wow. Um, a big thing was, I remember a few years ago, I think it was about two years ago, I was sitting in my bed. I was waking up early in the morning. I was doing my social media and there was all these coaches that just, they were just talking about um, getting to um, six figures and five figures and seven figures. And they were talking about all these figures. And I was like, what the hell? Come on. It's not like that in the real world. You can't just like launch your coaching business in a month and then have um, a 6K or a I don't know, six figure business. Yeah. That is just impossible. But I just got lulled into this belief that they were doing things that was right and I was doing everything that was wrong. Um, so I wrote an article about it and I was like, you know what? It does, it's not, it's not about, it's not a building a business, it's not, it's, it's about sales. It's about getting the right people to buy your stuff to see you the value. But it's also about not looking at what other people are doing and measure your worth on, on their, um, on what they're showing the world on social media. Because for me, it just made me feel small. It made me feel that wasn't good enough. And it made me feel like I had to run so fast and I had to work 24 hours a day in order to keep up with that image. And that's how imposter syndrome came out for me in, in that, in that sense. I've also felt imposter syndrome in terms of my corporate career, um, felt it like I wasn't good enough, even though I've done things for 10 years and I, I was a master of it. I could do it well and I could do it in my sleep. I suddenly started feeling like I wasn't good enough because I saw other people doing something that was good for them, but that style was just not my style. I would do it differently. So it, it, it comes up. Um, it comes up, but mostly when I'm new at something. Yeah. And like, I feel like with social media, sometimes you're seeing so many people doing so many different things and we forget that we're seeing their highlight reel. So we forget that we're seeing all the good things that they're doing and it can actually make us feel really crappy about where we're at. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And I think that it's so important to look at that image and also see, well, like my Instagram, for example, it's really pretty. Like it's a pretty Instagram. It's I have, very pretty. Yep. Yeah. I've nailed it down, but that's because I have a graphic design degree. I know how to do graphics. It's something yep. I can do myself, but that doesn't mean that like I, I want my business and I've always wanted this way. I want to be an empower. So I want to make sure that the women that come in contact with me, that they feel uplifted and positive and they feel like they've gotten something from me that they can use moving forward, regardless of being a client or not. And that's how I, I, I believe I built my, um, my Instagram. That's how I feel myself that it's, that's what is signalized, signals, signals. Do you call it signals? Signals? Uh, in English, is it called a signal or is, how is what is it called? <laughs> um, I don't even know. So yeah, so that's what I wanted to, to, to show people. So when they come on my profile or on my website or in contact with me, they get this consistent feeling of it's honest and it's not, I'm a seven figure business or a six figure business. I love that. I, 
I'm a small entrepreneur. I struggle just as much as anyone. Um, I just have a few techniques I can use to make it a little bit easier for myself. Yes, definitely. I love that. So if you had to give your inner imposter a name, so I have Rhonda and she is like that mean girl that says really mean things to me. What would you call yours? Oh, wow. Yeah. I saw your question on that and I'm like, oh my God, what do I call her? I think, I, I, I don't know. I think I might call her Carmen. Carmen. Interesting. It's I just, think. it's just like, it, I, you, like it's, that name is so far from my culture. So it's like, um, and it's, it's like a common is, well, I actually could also be a positive because a common is also something that is uh, like hot blooded, aggressive, uh, in your face and out there, but it can also be someone that when you're not doing it well enough, that beating you up and saying, you should be better at this. You should do more of that. So I think common is a good one. Uh, and also Carmen and karma, you know, it's two things. It, it sounds so similar. And I, I do believe that you, you get, you get what you, um, what you put out there. So if you put good things out, good things will come back. So what's the one thing you wish you knew before you started your coaching business? You don't know, you don't have to know everything. Yeah. And like that kind of has to do too with like feeling like you aren't an expert, right? Exactly. But it's also to do with you not feeling like you're not enough because you are enough regardless of how far you are in your business or if you have a business or not. You are enough just the way you are. And just remember that, ask for help. Like, it's easy to say, it's difficult to do, but ask for help. Yeah, I definitely feel like people, um, I think what stops them in the beginning is having to invest in help and losing that control. I think um, a lot of people start their own businesses because they want control of their income. They want control of their life, but then they realize that, oh my God, I can't do all of the things. And if they were to relinquish some of that control, it can be super hard for some people. I think you're right about that. And it was also hard for me um, to give up control. And I just did something for the, well, I've had a lot of coaches myself over the, over time. I've always been good at investing in stuff like that because I always find it found it very important to, to have people help you light up the dark spots in your brain where you couldn't get yourself. And that's the, the that's basically what a coach does, right? I love that. Um, yeah. You just like shine a light on, on the corners of the mind where, where, where the, your client is basically uh, unable to go on their own. Um, so I've always had coaches and um, recently uh, I've hired a business coach. So I, and I was like terrified. My, in my imposter came up again. I was, I was doing on her contract, even though I'd said, yes, I was doing on her contract for, for over a week. And I was like, Oh my God, this is not good. I'm going to get scary. Broke. It was so scary because what if she's going to take me to the places I want to go? Huh? And I was like, okay, I need to make a decision. I can't keep her waiting. And I was so stressed out. And I was like, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? And then I talked to a friend of mine recently. Who, she's a therapist. And she said to me, listen, you are, you are doing exactly what um, you're, you're doing. What do you call it? You're, you're standing in your own way. You're yep. getting in your own way because of fear of something new and something bigger. And I was like, 
okay, I'm not going to send like, that sending my way. So I just yeah. signed the contract and send it off. I was like, okay, now here we go. So, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's so important to invest in, in yourself and in your learning. And if you can't get help by asking friends or family or a manager or whoever you are, uh, whoever is around you, try to figure out um, who can help you within your budget. I don't necessarily believe you have to, to choose a coach that has the, the longest um, experience or the highest prices because the prices is not going to make them better. Um, what's going to make them good is the chemistry because you're going to put your trust in them. So if you had to name your highest self, what would you call her? Well, I would have to say sassy. Sassy. Oh, so cute. <laughs> uh, it was my nickname when I was a child. I, I, they called me sassy when I was sweet. They called me sassy when I was naughty. They called me sassy when they were calling me. Um, and then in my adult life, I didn't use it much. And then when I started my business, I was like, okay, what's business name should I choose? And I didn't want to go with, I didn't want to go with uh, like, um, I wanted to go with something personal. I didn't want to use my name at the start of my business. She makes me confident. Yeah. Because when I, when I look at pictures taken from the day when I signed, my, 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 um, signed up my business and, um, and my first images that was taken for my business immediately after, I was so confident and I was so sassy and I was just, I was just the image of what I wanted to be, um, hopeful and new. And when I keep recalling that, it's kind of how it makes me feel when I'm, you know, like when I feel a little imposter coming out. I am obsessed with that. Sassy. I love it so much. Okay. Well, I think we're at the end of the question. So where can we find you? Okay. So you can find me almost anywhere. Um, I'm on LinkedIn and you can find me by searching for Sasha Fogel. Um, you can also find me on Instagram and it's also Sasha Fogel. You can find me on Facebook. It's also Sasha Fogel. <laughs> so I have maintained my name um, everywhere. So thank you so much for being on the show, Sasha. So great that we got to connect and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach, Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach, Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach, Jill for tons of free content strategies and inspo. See you next time.